Welcome to Parenting That Kid. My name is Ashley Tolliver. As a mom of twins, one being a highly sensitive child who responds to the world in a non-traditional and sometimes challenging way, I understand the desire to find the golden answer. Maybe there is no golden answer, but there are resources, tips, and tricks we can all use to help us make this uniquely normal parenting journey a little more fun. This podcast is a roadmap to parenting that kid for myself and other parents. If recording my journey as I seek a clear starting point, community, and effort to normalize what sometimes feels abnormal supports at least one parent, then my time is not wasted. And hey, if it doesn't, well, there's documented proof that moms deserve a glass of wine. Cheers! Sean is a mama to two kiddos, one who has ADHD, and then as an adult or throughout Shauna's life, she kind of picked up tendencies in herself that she noticed. She is a nutritionist and has a BS in psychology. And I was saying, Sean, before you hopped on, one of the reasons I was attracted to your account when you reached out to me, and I get a lot of nutritionists that reach out to me, but one of the reasons you stuck out to me is because you saw that the two go hand in hand, that nutrition and psychology really do work together. It is not one or the other. It is these two things together. And I think that's really important for parents, all parents, but especially if a child with ADHD, where it is a lot of... Um, a lot of things going on in the body and the brain, so much of that. <laughs> and you understand the importance of that and that there's a difference in how eating healthy for anybody to eat healthy and then eating healthy if you have an ADHD child or a child who <clears throat> might not make certain things like dopamine, serotonin, and all these kind of things. So I feel like that is what stuck out to me and why I was so attracted with continuing um, a, a professional relationship with you because I think you have such good information that's really specific to kids with ADHD that people need to hear. So, so thank you for joining me. <laughs> no problem. So I work with mainly parents of uh, kids who have ADHD and we work together to work out um, <clears throat> some dietary recommendations, some changes that they can make. Um, a lot of people, like you said, don't see the, the link between mental health and nutrition. So um, I basically, in the one-on-one -on -one consults, I'll take a look at what their kid's eating and say, eh, this might be a trigger, this might be a, an issue, and I help them to um, figure out what is the trigger. So they would be tracking behavior as well as diet. And when we mm -hmm. see a pattern, we work to... Um, bring in some like practical recommendations like okay start eliminating this and i work with them to give them brand names give them recipes things they can replace it with that isn't going to be super complicated and and that's as close as possible to what they're used to you know i'm not going to tell someone to go from wonder bread to like ezekiel bread i don't know if you know what that is but it's <laughs> <laughs> a tough leap to make so <clears throat> You know, it's just the slow process um, of trying to figure out what uh, what could be aggravating the situation. A lot of it as well is just balancing out the diet. So um, if the kids are eating a lot of higher sugar or really, um, really carb heavy um, meals and snacks without enough protein and without enough um, just protein fiber to balance out the sugar, um, you know, if, if blood sugar is unstable, then mood's going to be unstable. Um, yeah, just making sure that they're giving their kids the most nutrients that they can um, and try and do it the easiest way possible. <laughs> yeah, which can be such a challenge for kids. Yeah. Their automatic go-to is like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, they can be a little bit resistant. You, you mentioned a few things that, I, that stuck out to me that I feel like is really important to talk about. So you talked about you kind of uh, look at 
a tracker um, a couple of days, maybe just their life for the last three weeks, kind of just a system of how, what they've been eating. And I, in my mentoring, that's what I do too. I say, we're going to track this for five days. That's how I figured out dairy was just destroying my son. And it was <laughs> yeah. a very obvious thing because his stomach was hurting, right? Yeah. It gave me something like, oh, why is your stomach hurting? But when we removed that after, after I just wrote everything down, I realized, oh my gosh, it, this was it. This, it, it happened pretty instantaneous. Yeah, stomach it's usually issues. pretty fast. But <clears throat> so fast. But then I realized that other things were shifting when I was like, we're going to take that out. Mm -hmm. And at the time it was for a stomach. And then I went, oh, but so many other things are yeah. going on. And then that's mm -hmm. when I dove deep into like, I knew milk wasn't good for you really. Like they, you know, <laughs> milk does a body good kind of slogan. It's super old now. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like a uh, really demonized food now. It's like you're still eating dairy, but you know, a lot of people no. are still eating dairy. <laughs> well, and that's fine. You know, I think too, you, that's the second thing I was gonna say, you mentioned taking it out like in moderation. Yeah. I'm not a mom that's all or nothing. I'm yeah. a mom that's realistic, yeah. right? We're not, I do not say, don't touch it. Stay away from it. What I say is you can have a small amount yeah. or if we're having this, I know in my head tonight is not going to be good. And tomorrow yeah. night is not, tomorrow is not going to be good. And now I have to plan for that as a parent, because right. I have to be in that mood to be able to handle whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. And he has to be ready, set, go for whatever. So to like give it all to him the night before he's got a big thing happening at school would not be, right. would not be yeah. an okay thing. Cause I've set him up for failure versus, yeah. okay, it's a Friday night. We're going to have the weekend to work through yeah. this. Yeah. Go ahead and have that ice cream or whatever it might be. Whatever it is. Yeah. So you mentioned those kind of things. And I really think yeah. those are, smart ways that parents can start doing things before they even like hire somebody like you to help them. Yeah, These are things they yeah. just do at home. And you can actually like on my website, which part of the website is it on right now? <laughs> I have a lot of freebies <laughs> on my website. I think it's the actual, um, you, you sign up for the newsletter right now. You, there is an actual like tracker. You can get like a little symptom nice. tracker thing. Um, and there's a meal plan as well, but it's, that's, you know, not necessary at first, but um, it's funny mm -hmm. when you mentioned about tracking things and digestion, because that's actually what I tell people. So sometimes they'll say, you know, I was tracking this for five days and I don't see anything. I don't see any pattern with mood. And I said, well, I'll say, you know, did you see any pattern with their gut? Like, did you see that, you know, on these two days they were really constipated or on this day, you know, mm -hmm. you're gassy and you were like, well, what did you eat? You know? <laughs> <laughs> because those things are linked whatever's you know yep. if your gut's not balanced it's going to affect your mood it's actually like science now we know this it's not just me like being a, a woo-woo holistic nutritionist it's like <laughs> there's been books <laughs> that like yeah. we always know that our our like nervousness and anxiety affects digestion right you're nervous you get a stomach mm -hmm. ache but now it goes the other way mm -hmm. you know it's actually bi-directional yeah, your gut is your second brain, yeah, right? Your yeah. gut tells your brain and your brain tells your gut. Yeah. It's, they it's do this rotation. A lot thing. more than just digestion. It's your a lot of your yeah. gut, uh, a lot of your mind, a lot of your immune system as well actually is is in your gut. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's super. It's so crazy how little that thing is and how important it is yeah. in the body, right? Yeah. And it's like the main source for everything. You just, if you can't fill it, then your everything else is just going to kind of yeah. away. Yeah. So can you talk about the top? <clears throat> triggers for ADHD that the top foods that are common triggers for ADHD or especially for moms who are like busy and they're going to the store and I'm going to grab this and this and this yeah. and they might not even realize those are top triggered things. Yeah. So number one, and your, your members probably know already is the coloring, like anything with the food coloring in it is usually mm -hmm. um, 
is not a good idea for ADHD. I'm going to stop you there because we talked about moderation. And so we got snow cones yesterday and I was like, but we're going to do snow cone without the red. And the guy looked at me like, what? In a red dye? It's like, no, we're going to just do like that red, the yellow and the blue and the green. And I said, guys, and I talked to him about moderation, right? right? I'm not saying no to snow cones, but I am saying no to the red dye. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you can get them the guy the looked dye? at me like I was some yeah the red dye i was like i'm not doing that red dye oh i didn't even know you, know, you had an like option to say no dye i i've never oh yeah yeah i've never yeah i don't know maybe things are different the guy <laughs> looked at me like i was some crazy mom what what are you here for like? i know and it's yeah a lot of times you get a look like are you crazy I'm like yeah, he <laughs> yeah whatever maybe you're the crazy one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah with moderation yeah it's it's also like when i'm working with someone i'm not going to say I mean, I have to meet them where they are. There are some moms mm -hmm. who are super gung ho and they're like, they, you know, they're stay at home moms and they're very mm -hmm. like, they love to cook. They're, the yeah. kids are not picky. They have tons of money. They're just like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. That's not the majority of people though, right? Usually people are busy and they're, you know, they're, they want to have stuff they can just grab and they don't have a ton of time to be researching right. things and reading labels right. like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> like what I do in stores, um, except with COVID now, they don't want you like touching stuff to read labels. Yeah. So I can't, I can't shop here. <laughs> can't shop. Here. <laughs> so what things should parents be looking for on their labels, or what yeah. key triggers do they go? Whoa. So the number one thing about uh, food coloring, usually you can tell when something has food coloring in it, um, and the ingredients will always say a color or a number, um, at least in mm -hmm. Canada. And I think your your labels down there are similar. Um, it'll say like red 40 or yellow, whatever, or something like that. Um, and, uh, but just don't assume it's going to be brightly colored. So sometimes they'll add yellow food coloring into like brown things like, you know, pretzels or um, those pretzel mm -hmm. chips sometimes will have them or like a dark bread or uh, even like vanilla flavored things will sometimes have that. So that's one thing to look out for. Um, preservatives mm -hmm. too that have like, they're just a bunch of letters. So B H T B H A B. Um, I, I always forget the other one, something Q B T H Q. I think it is. Um, those things are usually not tolerated super well. And the, the two big ones are aside from the chemicals, obviously are, um, like dairy and gluten. So those mm -hmm. are, those are two to look out for. And nowadays they're, Sometimes I'll just tell people if we can't figure it out, okay, we don't know what's, there's no behavior link with our food diary. There's no digestive link. Just try and cut it one of those two and see what happens mm -hmm. because there are so many alternatives now. Cause it's not like end of the world. Like, you know, like when, when I was a kid in the eighties, if my mom had said like, Shauna's not going to eat dairy anymore, they would have been like, well, she's going to die. Like she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she'll never make it. Um, but now there's like, hundred different mm -hmm. types of, you know, uh, dairy free and gluten free things out there. And just another thing I want to point out when you're doing dairy elimination, um, sometimes people don't have to go hundred percent dairy free. Like sometimes they can tolerate, uh, either sheep milk or goat milk, um, just because the, the protein is different. And mm -hmm. just like, like me, I can have, um, sometimes like sheep and goat stuff, but, and my, one of my kids as well. Um, but cow milk, not so much. So you never know if you're, it's just, they're less inflammatory. They're closer to, particularly sheep milk is closer to human milk 
so it's um so it could be an option that you do that how long would you suggest they take something out like if you, like you said if they don't have anything that they've found in their tracking right. and they're just going to remove something how yeah. long should they remove it before they feel like they could start seeing something yeah i would say like for for digestion like you said it's pretty it's pretty it's almost instantaneous um a few days but um I, I would I would say three weeks. Usually, three weeks is kind of a good a good um, yeah. goal to go for, and then uh, you know see if you can figure out if that was a trigger. And sometimes it mm -hmm. isn't. And there are more there are more triggers which aren't as common. Um, so you've got like um, sometimes shellfish, but they think that's due to mercury, not the actual shellfish mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. uh, nuts, uh, soy. Soy is probably the third, actually. Soy is, it, I'd probably go dairy, gluten, then soy. Then, yeah, so okay. then shellfish, corn, um, chocolate, and what am I forgetting here? Nuts. Did I say nuts? Mm -hmm. Nuts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Peanuts. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, and a lot of that seems to be go to snacks. I'm thinking everywhere. in my head. <laughs> yeah, what would I grab? Or, you yeah. know, uh, so dairy that's an everything I and mean, my poor kids feel like macaroni and cheese is some kind of phantom thing because i don't really make it yeah. because i'd have to make it right yeah. i can't just go get crap yeah. it's gluten noodles it's a lot of preservatives there's dye in that cheese yeah. it's not real cheese right now that's the kind of like oh, i have to figure out how to adjust my life but yeah. as you mentioned there's so many more options now and i don't think people realize that when you that even like at our store it will have a little bitty gf if i'm just going for gluten yeah it's tiny. Yeah. i just have to have my eyes looking for that versus looking at under the gluten-free aisle, which I know yeah, is where yeah. that is. Yeah. It is. It is just becoming a more of an option, which I'm so glad that it's easier yeah. for moms. Yeah, it is becoming more of an option and it's not as like new now. They don't have to put it in big giant letters on everything. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there are, there are good brands. Like for bread, you can, um, there's, um, what is it? Canyon Bakehouse and Little Northern Bakehouse. Those are good. Like those actually taste like normal bread. I think. Um, anyway, my kids like them, so I. <laughs> and actually, even my. I usually, if I if I'm not sure about these things, I'll test them with like a family member who I know isn't into, like health yeah. foods and stuff, and they're like they go over well. So. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. I think it's those are good options. Um, yeah, there's, think, there's another one called o Canada. There's a brand called Siete. Do you have that in Canada? I don't know if you'll have that yet. What's it called? Siete. And it is, Siete. so the number seven in Spanish because there's seven family members and the little oh, okay. boy might have been like celiac as a kid. And so grandma was like, no, we're not gonna get rid of all of our food. And they've created an amazing brand of chips and they have tortillas and they have um, dairy or vegan um, oh, okay. uh, queso. And um, so that is in the United States, that's, you can probably you can get it at every Whole Foods. I know you can even get it at Amazon. Okay, um, oh, they might have it, it gives here. The healthier option. We have Whole Foods here, so we might we might have it. You might have it in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The other would be so I I read something and I was going to ask you this. Have you heard of camel milk being an option for people? <laughs> yeah, I I've I, yet this to was... see it. I've yet to discover. I've seen like um, what did I see? I've seen buffalo milk. I've tried buffalo milk and I've I've wow. tried the sheep and the goat. But yeah, I, I, I kind of keep a half an eye open for it. Just when I'm in a store, I'll be like, where do they have camel milk? I haven't seen it here yet. And probably because we don't have camels here, right? I guess you could raise camels down there maybe because it's warm, but you couldn't, you couldn't raise camels in Canada. 
<laughs> not ethically, anyway. That was a new one. <laughs> Camel milk. Oh, where am I ever going to find that? But oh. I've heard that too. And I'm not sure. I wonder. I don't, I don't know much about zoology. I don't know much. Like maybe they're related to like sheep somehow or something. I don't know. They certainly don't look like cows. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then, so you also have a lot of recipes, which is another thing, right? I mentioned yeah. this earlier before you hopped on that. I really love that you have recipes. It's not just, this is why you shouldn't eat this and go figure it out. Oh, yeah. You actually have recipes for people to put into action and, and to use. And I know I can find them on your Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure on your website too, although I haven't dug around your website because they're right there on Instagram that it's, I just, yeah, they're actually, like it'll lead yeah, me to where I need to go. I don't have a recipe section yet. I keep on meaning to do it and I'm forgetting to put the recipes <laughs> on there. They're in the, like, you can get a free meal plan on the, on the website though. And some of them are in that. So, but yeah, they're mostly on Instagram and yeah, I will get around. I love that. I think <laughs> that's what parents, yeah, parents need more of that. Mm -hmm. We need more like, here's what you're going to do. And here's a step. So if somebody was going to go to the grocery store tomorrow yeah. and they were going to try one thing, one shift, what would you suggest their first thing be tomorrow? Um, this is a person who is eating, eating a regular, like standard American diet. They don't yeah. know what to cut out. Yeah. Type thing. And they don't know they don't know anything about their kid yet having any, well, they, their kid's been diagnosed with ADHD right. and they've been experiencing it, but they're, and they're ready to start making a change and they haven't called you and they just want to go, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to look, I'm going to look at food a little bit differently here. Okay. What would your words be to them if they were to go shopping tomorrow? Yeah. Um, oh, it's so hard to say. Cause I like never do that. I'm always like very individual with my, <laughs> with the people, but oh, I would hard. say, I mean, because it's harmless, um, I would say just, just look for gluten-free stuff. And because it's an easier switch usually, cause you can find gluten-free granola that tastes good. It's not even particularly like, I wouldn't call it that the most nutritious choice. Sometimes it's quite high in sugar, but you know, if you're just mm -hmm. looking for gluten, sorry, I'm, I'm switching this cause I look a bit weird. I look all dark. <laughs> I'm switching. Um, so yeah, it's an easier switch. Okay. So, because you can look for a gluten-free granola, you can look for gluten-free granola bars. You can look for gluten-free crackers and bread. Mm -hmm. And um, that would be the main, <laughs> the main things that have gluten in them. Yeah. So, I mean, you wouldn't, I don't know if I'd necessarily say to do it all at once. I would say, you know, maybe start with a cereal or something like that, because mm -hmm. it also depends on how picky their kids are, right? If their kids will try anything, right. then it's easier if they're not super open to new food then you know but cereal usually goes over well i mean granola granola tip granola typically is gluten-free right it's made with oats it's made with oats and, nuts yeah. and seeds usually so it's you, yeah. what you're eating right now might actually be be gluten-free or, or if it says like may contain gluten then like who cares unless you're actually like actually allergic to it um yeah that would be an easy one and i find too um the yogurt nowadays kids seem to like the dairy-free yogurt that do you know that mm -hmm. brand you guys must have i think it's american riviera or is it called riviera and they make dairy like they make yogurt yogurt but they also are making now coconut mm. yogurt um we just bought almond yogurt and cashew yogurt oh yeah trader joe's is a, i don't know if you guys have a trader joe's in canada but we have them here in america yeah. and they have cashew yogurt and it's a treat because it is loaded with sugar. Yeah, yogurt yeah. is kind of a higher sweet, right? And, and then you add granola and they're like, whoa. But it is eliminating the dairy part, which is our goal for that treat. And um, 
yeah, it's amazing. I wish I had known about this even before I knew that we had to be gluten-free. Yeah, because I know. Sometimes you so find good. something and you're like, this is better than Cheerios or what? I shouldn't yeah. say that. I don't even know if Cheerios have gluten in them. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think they do. Anyways, um, yeah, so I would say that would be the easiest okay. switch to make. And then, yeah, if you're just looking particularly for sensitivities, then do that. Then work on the sugar balancing. So, like... I always say if you're cutting out dairy, you have to really be careful with protein because people think, you know, I'm cutting out this cheese, I'm adding this cheese, it's the same thing. It's not, um, it's quite different than nutrition because it's not, um, because it's not the same type of food. I mean, you're going from a, something that comes from an animal to something that comes from a plant. It's not going to have the same, um, how do I say this? It's not made up the same way. So right. um, some companies right now, it's good they're fortifying things right so their yogurt coconut yogurt itself doesn't coconut doesn't have any protein in it really negligible right. amount but some companies like rivera and i think it's daya daya however you say that daya. they're, yeah, they're yeah, fortifying them um with a, a protein it's pea protein it's the same thing you find okay. in like certain protein powders that you know foods okay. use. um so just try and if you're cutting out um like just try and keep an eye on the protein because you don't want to, if your kid does eat, you know, cheese three times a day, then that could be a, a pretty major source of their protein in their diet. You don't want to just cut that out and replace it with, um, like vegan cheese doesn't have any protein in it. Normally I've yet to find one here that has uh, protein in it. So, so you just want to keep an eye on that. And, and then you can always cut out the sugary, like you're saying that yogurt you, you buy is, um, is uh, sugary, but you can, um, what I do with my kids, what I've been doing for a long time is I, uh, I buy like a plain yogurt and I buy it yeah. and I start cutting it, right? Like, okay, let's start with 90% sugar and you yeah. in a scoop. And now they're pretty good with like, you know, like a half, half mixture. Yeah. And that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Then if they have real yogurt one day at someone else's house, they're like, what is this? Like, what? <laughs> this tastes Amazing. like it's at my house. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of reminds me when they're little and they get like a, a lemonade or whatever. You're like, we're going to dilute that a yeah. whole bunch. We, we do the same thing with the yogurt. I buy the plain, which yeah. is plain, and the other. And then now we're going to mix it in. Yeah. They still get that little bit of sweet, but it's not that 12 grams to that little bitty thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, or whatever. Sometimes it it's, a, it's overload. And sometimes they have uh, weird weird preservatives and stuff in them too. Mm -hmm. But but yeah. That's those are really good tips. Yeah. Those, are, those are good tips for moms and they're just going to the store and just looking at the labels a little bit differently now. Yeah. And, um, oh, Chobani. And the, and I thought of the name. The other coconut yogurt that they fortify is Chobani or Shobani. Oh. Do you know that one? Okay. Yeah, we have that too. Yeah, yeah. And that's fortified. Good. Yeah. It is sugary. Yeah. But. And that's, yeah. <laughs> but that's a good tip too to add that when you cut something out, you're not just cutting out the protein of the dairy that's not good, for example. Yeah. You're cutting out all the other stuff. And so it is you do need to keep the other stuff in your diet some way. Yeah. And you've got to look at the alternative. What does that mean? And yeah. we are big um, trail mix people and we actually make our own trail mix because it's, you buy it in bulk, it's way cheaper and it's I less know. sugary. Yeah. And it, and I just make a big old container, put that in our pantry and people just pick what they yeah. need. But it's that protein, right? Because we are, my daughter is basically vegan because she just can't have eggs. And okay. so, um, so we, vegan's easiest for me because right. I don't have to like read all that. I'm like vegan good. Right. Um, but then there, she has to get that protein and, and without, you're generally. not eating meat either. She's so she is, but she's not. Oh, I see. Okay. Big fan. Yeah. 
She's just not, yeah. he is, but she's just not a huge fan. Yeah. And so I have to figure out other ways. Yeah. She'll sit and eat through a whole trail mix box. I have to pull that away and be like, well, the rest of the family would like to eat this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true about yeah. making it yourself too. Cause it's, it can get pricey if it's got nuts and stuff in it. Um, and I think that's people's first conception of having a diet like this. It's pricey and then oh, yeah. therefore I can't afford it. And it is, it is more expensive. Yeah. I will agree to that because it is a shift in thinking about, whoa, what's my grocery bill going to look like? Yeah. I mean, in the long run, the alternative is, you know, all the health things and you're, yeah. you know, if you're weighing it out, you're going to pay for those later on. Mm -hmm. But I would also say, look around in other stores. So we've got a local company here. Our grocery store here is called HEB mm -hmm. and it's, I, my, bill is much higher at HEB than if I go to a place called Trader Joe's yeah. and they have tons of grocery options there. So I would say it might be more expensive at one store, but Amazon might have it or you've yeah. got other store options. Yeah. So really do some price matching on that too, because I think we automatically go, well, I'm not going to pay that much. I'm not going to do it. I don't have that in my budget when <laughs> yeah. it might be in your budget, just somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. And yeah. And a lot of the times you can buy stuff in those big like cereal they have in those big eco packs sometimes that are like way cheaper and it's like yeah you have to like find a place for a giant stack of cereal but it ends up saving i always buy those from amazon they have like um, yeah nature's path is the the brand uh -huh. i always buy like the giant stacks yeah. of them and also because i can't find them anywhere here the stores used to sell them and i don't know if they were taking up too much shelf space or something but i can't find them anywhere now so i have to get them all on amazon yeah that's the cereal that we choose because it's gluten there's gluten free options they have them some well. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, some. Yeah. yeah, kids get excited well, thank you, because Shana. they see an Amazon box and they're like, "Ah, oh, this cereal." Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> the old. Thank you for joining. Can you share how people can find you? Where your website? What your website is? Instagram? All your platforms? Sure. So yeah. Look you up? Um, so it's just shawnahughesnutrition.com and Shauna spelled with a W. Um, and then at Instagram and Facebook is just at shawnahughesnutrition. Yeah. And then there's a link there to a Facebook group. I have a private Facebook group too. There's a giveaway in there right now for a free session. So if you join in the next two weeks, you can get a, get into a draw for a free session. Um, and that's it. That's where you can find me. <laughs> awesome. What is your, can you, can you explain what a session is real fast so that people have an idea of what I know you work on a lot and you mm -hmm. mentioned that like, but what are they, when they get to you, what are they going to do with that first session? Oh, okay. So before the session, they have to like fill out a health background so that I know that their kids don't have anything, you know, concerning. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're going to do a food diary for at least three days. Um, mm -hmm. I prefer longer, but you know, three, three or four days is good. And then I, yeah, I take a look at that a couple of days before the, the session and then basically it's just a chat where I look at it and I say I think this might be a problem you know do you notice this and what do you think like how much time do you have to make changes how you know try and figure out what a typical day looks like for them and where we can make a change and then we discuss okay what do you think you could change this with you know do you think you could go right from Wonder Bread to Ezekiel Bread or that's madness so it <laughs> <laughs> maybe a sprouted bread that's another thing too i was going to say about gluten sometimes you don't have to go entirely gluten-free but you can um switch to like um, a sprouted bread or um, mm -hmm. a fermented sourdough bread or something that's easier to digest because i think gluten is, <laughs> is the digestion that's probably causing a lot of the symptoms um mentally so anyways that's what a session mm -hmm. seems like and then um okay. after we discuss it all it's just a talk i don't I give them anything until about two days later, I type everything up in a more like comprehensive um, mm -hmm. 
plan basically and I give it to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's got a few recommendations okay. to kind of get them started on the right foot. <laughs> Perfect. And then you continue to work with them if they need it and they come back and you if guys they need it, yeah. work for each individual. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they need uh, follow up. Like sometimes they're ready and they're just kind of need a boost. Sometimes they're need like six follow ups. So <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually it's about three, but uh, you know, okay. it varies. So. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, thank you. I, I love that you were on here. Thank you so much. I know we were having trouble, but thank you. For yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that it worked out. I'm glad my, we were actually, it's been very thunderstormy here lately. So I was like, oh, I hope it, I hope mine doesn't cut out too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so thrilled. I think you have such good information and parents. I've, I'm a firm believer and I say it all the time that parents learn best from parents. And I think oh, yeah. that you put this into action in your own life and then you have studied it like you come from so many angles and I think that's so important for parents to learn from that yeah. kind of um, parent and that professional. So thank you so much for sharing today. No problem. I was happy to do it. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll be in touch and uh, we'll keep going from there. All right. Thanks, Ashley. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. This podcast is for you, the parent of that kid. So go ahead, tell me what you liked about this episode. Give me some ideas on what you'd like to hear. Maybe you have somebody you'd like me to ask those nitty gritty questions to. I'm ready. Oh, and if you have a friend who is also the parent of that kid, click that share button and empower them with some tools and tips as well. And by the way, imperfect parent, I know parenting that kid is hella hard, but I'm telling you it's worth it. You are rocking this parenting journey.